welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you are having a fantastic blessed day today, as always, and we're continually working to get the truth down here at Health Masters out to everyone, along with the highest quality supplements in the world. So we appreciate your continued support. Have the Healthy Immune System Kit on sale right now on the front page of the website, so be sure to check that out. Keep everybody strong and healthy right now, along with the Magnesium Brain Food Capsules, also on the front page of the website. Y'all voted. They won Magnesium Brain Food Capsules on sale right now for 10% off. That's our very, very sought-after and very popular Magnesium Brain Food formula in capsule form. For those of which want to make it a little bit more convenient and easier and not have to mess with mixing up powder and water, you can simply just throw them in a bag if you want to take them somewhere or just keep a bottle in your backpack or your vehicle and have them on hand anytime you need them. So be sure to check that out, the website, healthmasters.com with the magnesium brain food capsules. Now, if anybody has seen this now, it's pretty much massive bombshell information that a lot of us knew kind of sort of that this day we're working on this. But the level of, should I say, manipulation and disregard for safety, not to mention the complete and total just unethical, illegal operations, we now have eyewitness testimony from Pfizer stating that they have been involved in directly mutating viruses in order to figure out what they're going to do so they can keep producing their cash cow vaccines Project Veritas released a video last night. If you've seen this, I will be posting to the website. I encourage everybody to look at it and post it and send it to everyone you know. The undercover video is of Jordan Tristan Walker. He is the Pfizer Director of Research and Development. This is the Pfizer Director of R&D in the Strategic Operation mRNA Scientific Planner. This guy is neck deep in RNA gene therapy experimentation. And he says blatantly in the video, he goes, one of the things that we're exploring is manipulating COVID ourselves so we create, preemptively develop new vaccines. So what we have to do, if we're going to do that, there's a risk. And if you can imagine, no one wants to have a pharmaceutical company mutating viruses. And he goes on to say, well, don't tell anyone. Promise you won't tell anyone. He's on camera. So I'm sure this is going to be an interesting conversation with his uh, higher ups at Pfizer today. And he goes, the way the experiments work is you put the virus in monkeys, and we successfully cause them to keep infecting each other, and we keep collecting serial samples from them. You just have to be very controlled to make sure the virus that you mutate doesn't create something and get out somewhere. He goes, which I think is a way that the virus started in Wuhan, to be honest. It makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. It's BS. He goes, from what this Pfizer scientists are optimizing in the COVID mutation process is they're going slow to be very cautious, I think they're trying to do exploratory things because obviously you don't want to advertise that you're figuring out future mutations. This is what this guy's saying right here on camera. I mean, he, and he's very, very happy about it. I mean, almost like he's excited about this stuff. And he goes, you're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with viruses, regularly not. We can do these selected structure mutations to make them more potent. This is the research that is ongoing. I don't know how it's going to work in total, but better not be any more outbreaks because another expletive. And then what's crazy about it is he goes on to say further here, and this is exactly what we said. He goes, Big Pharma is a revolving door for all government officials. This is his quote. 
the Veritas journalist goes, wow. And Walker again goes, in any industry, so in the pharmaceutical industry, all the people who review our drugs, eventually most of them come to work for pharma companies. And the Veritas journalist goes, how do you feel about the revolving door? And he goes, oh, it's great for the industry, to be honest. It's bad for everybody else in America, as he laughs. The journalist goes, why is it bad for everyone else? Walker goes, well, because when the regulators review our drugs, they know once they stop regulating, they're going to come work for our company. They're not going to be very harsh towards the company that they're going to be getting a job from in the future. Again, as he laughs. This is nuts, guys. I mean, the fact that this guy is the Pfizer Director of Research and Development with Strategic Operations for RNA Scientific Planning. I want these videos to go viral on every single platform. This stuff needs to get out. The Congress, our do-nothing Congress that allegedly is now Republican-controlled, allegedly. We'll see what they actually do. This needs to have a full-blown investigation, and not only that, a full halt in the Pfizer's operations with mutating viruses. I mean, they need to, they need to have a federal warrant issued right now discussing and disclosing what all they're actually involved in, guys. This is what happened in Wuhan. They were working on gain of function. They were manipulating viruses and growing them and figuring out how they could change and manipulate them. They were directly working on the same type of technology, and whether it was an accident, which I don't think it was whatsoever, but it was intentionally released in my opinion. What the heck is Pfizer doing right now? This is what he's admitting to while he's drinking on a date with this guy under you know under a video that he doesn't know is happening. What do you think is actually happening behind the real scenes in the Pfizer laboratories when you have numerous scientists all colluding and working on the stuff at all? My personal opinion, this is just my opinion, and I can't, I can't state this for facts yet, but from what he's saying, it sounds to me like they're actually working on mutating a virus in order to roll out another virus onto the population that infects everybody again, which I think they have already been doing. There's a reason why you're seeing all these weird variants constantly pop up and another variant here, another variant here, another variant here. How do we know Pfizer hasn't been doing this for the last year, year and a half? They've been slowly releasing stuff out into the wild so that they can suddenly have another bivalent COVID booster shot that they're going to roll out again in six months. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But the arrogance that this guy displays bragging about what they're doing and joking about it with this is unbelievably dangerous technology and experimentation to be playing around with, with one of the largest pharmaceutical manufacturers, in the entire world that has the largest pharmaceutical vaccine contract with the COVID RNA shot in the world. This is a serious issue guys. And this is exactly why I encourage everyone get aggressive, get vocal for this stuff out there right now, because this is not a joke. When you start mutating viruses between monkeys and taking the more aggressive virus and the next aggressive virus and mutating them with one another and infecting monkeys intentionally, not only is that unethical, that's illegal. And this is something that's very, very troubling right now. So, again, get this information out there. Pfizer needs to be completely displayed for the entire world to see exactly what they're doing. What do you think, Dad? Okay, leave your microphone on for a second, Austin. Uh, okay. What was that movie? What was that movie that came on a few years ago? I think it had the Umbrella Corporation, and they released a virus by accident into the world, and everybody turned into zombies. Remember that? Oh, you're what talking about Resident Evil. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, this is exactly what we're talking about here, as far as these releasing these viruses into the public and doing it either by accident or whether Father's doing it by accident or indirectly or even doing it at all. I don't know. 
but, but the reality is this thing like with Resident Evil where this thing gets spread throughout the population is very, very real. Uh, you know, we saw that with COVID a few years ago when a lot of people came down with it, got unbelievably sick from it. You, you turn your mic off, Austin, and, and basically became, you know, one of those things that, you know, is spread and caused this global mutation of the people and, and people basically destroying the population of the planet. I don't think they're going to release something like that all right, because they need their slaves. They still want 500 million people on the planet. That's their goal. is their stated goal. So they can have 2,500 slaves each with their 200,000 Sabbatean, Kabbalist, Luciferian weirdos who run things. And this is the group that's doing all of this stuff. But we also need to realize this gain-of-function stuff is very, 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 very dangerous. And the Biological Weapons Treaty from 1988 that Francis Boyle put together actually forbid this and also forbid this being done on the United States soil and forbid this being done anywhere else. And that goes to another movie, Prometheus, in which they basically are using an off-planet and off-world to do their biological laboratory functions but not doing it on their own planet, which came back to bite them because it was released back on their planet by the people that escaped from the other biological world in the next movie that came out on Prometheus. But the reality is this. The technology that we have here with this nanotechnology is from Charles Lieber from Harvard, Charles Lieber from Harvard, who's been arrested for basically getting and conspiring with the, uh, the nanotech people over there in China to do all this. But it also, remember, came out of Wuhan, but it also came out of Fort Detroit to start with. All of these violations of the Biological Weapons Treaty have been going on now for 30 years. It's insanity. I mean, it's just insanity. And now we're starting to see it. That was one of the big reasons that we went into Ukraine or the Russians went into Ukraine, if you remember. And that we're going into, into Ukraine indirectly now with our tanks and our armaments, supposedly, if any of that's even true. I haven't been there. I'm sure some of it is, in order to try to shut down the bioweapons labs in Ukraine, which was listed as the third most you know, corrupt country in the world. So, I mean, this is just insane. And we've always seen this with these big corporations and all the fines they get, which are minuscule compared to the amount of money that they make. If they make $100 billion by releasing a new drug and they kill X amount of people and they've got to pay $5 billion in fines and liability exposure for it. They still made $95 billion. So, I mean, they don't care about what happens. They really don't. And since none of the drug company CEOs or CFOs or the researchers are being held accountable and being put in jail, like Reagan did back in the 80s with the housing crisis, so the, they were basically having all these bankers that were putting out these phony loans with home, some savings, home savings groups. He locked them up. But they don't do that anymore. They had to figure out a way just to cause the corporation to be fine so they can continue to make massive amounts of profit. Of course, these corporations in the vast majority of the cases are owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. But an article just came out you know, from Daily Mail today. Was COVID caused by a lab leak after all? Bombshell government report says NIH, NASA Institutes of Health, failed to keep tabs on Wuhan research site where U.S. taxpayer-funded grants were used for coronavirus experiments year before the pandemic. So little by little, this stuff's coming out. Report by the U.S. Office of Inspector General documents the catalog of NIH errors. Looked at the three taxpayer-funded grants given to notorious EcoHealth Alliance and EcoHealth-funded coronavirus research in Wuhan feared to have caused COVID. Now, what they're going to do here, they're going to basically push this back to Wuhan again. They're going to call it, remember, Trump called it the Chinese virus. But the reality is that it was our research, a lot of them at Duke University, who worked as far as doing gain-of-function research on these types of viral particles. This is super, super dangerous, and then these level five quarantine facilities. I mean, this is like releasing Ebola, all right? A variant of Ebola doesn't kill everybody, but it kills a bunch of people into the population. I told you guys years ago, and you guys remember, they're not going to nuke us. We're not going to have a meteorite hit the planet. We're not going to have an earthquake swallow everybody. We're not going to have a tidal wave wipe out the planet. All this nonsense I see on these websites, it's all fear porn. It's all stuff to keep you all stirred up and keep your cortisol up and make you age real fast and get sick and old real fast because you're all stressed out all the time. 
it, it's not gonna, that's not going to happen. They're not going to do any of that stuff. Okay, we may have an isolated meteorite may hit something, or an isolated earthquake hit something, or a volcano may erupt, or a tidal wave. But it's not going to wipe the planet out. It's nonsense. But biologicals, yeah, that's, that's what I warned you guys about. Biologicals, so they're the ones that they want to use, and they've been talking about this for years and years and years. Now we all have part, become part of this experiment in the ant colony of the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan, weirdo, Canaanite religion of Baal, Moloch, and Asherah who've run this planet for thousands and thousands of years. We're kind of like they're uh, – you know, we where they're they're where they're a petri, petri dish, and they're doing experiments on us. And that's why I say to you guys over and over and over again, you gotta pray. You gotta pray all of the time. You gotta pray like it's all up to God. You gotta work like it's all up to you. And you gotta stay focused. And you gotta stay balanced. And you gotta talk about the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, which enters, which puts a frequency field on the entire planet because He's an omnipresent God that continually restores our DNA. Always remember the blood. I've got a letter in from Bill, who's a big supporter of the, you know, our girls in Thailand and his son, great people. He sent this to me a few weeks ago, and he goes, about six months ago, I asked my pastor in a, in a, in a, in a meeting on a Saturday morning as to why the church, the Free Will Baptist Church, never talks or preaches about the blood. He responded, they do. They talk about salvation all the time. And I said, no, it's not the same. And Bill goes on to ask, am I being too picky? And, and, he, has, and he says, thanks for you know, your input. And he goes, he was saved in a non-denominational church in 1973, and how he ended up in a Free Will Baptist church is <laughs> for later. Okay, I've got a pastor friend of mine from a Free Will Baptist church. His name is Chris. Great man. Great man. Great man of God. Wide awake. Talks about the blood all the time. But a lot of pastors don't know about the blood. They don't realize that in Genesis, they, when Cain killed Abel, that Abel's blood cried out. And it says in Hebrews that Jesus' blood cried out much more than Abel's blood killed, cried out. It's the energy field that permeates from it, from an omnipresent, all-powerful, almighty, omniscient God that allows us to be restored back to him. And that's what we need to understand. And that's what Christianity is when you accept Christ, when you pray. But the vast majority of the people, they simply don't want to do that, or they don't know about that. And a lot of the pastors don't know about that. And as we've talked about on Monday and Tuesday's show, a lot of the churches are controlled by the Freemasonic Lodges, which is a basically a version of Kabbalah, which is basically started. I'm not going to recover those, those shows from Monday and Tuesday. You can listen to those various shows this week. But guys, listen to me. You've got to be in a church that's going to teach the truth. And we need to understand that this viral thing that we've talked about here is very, very, very real. But then we also got to realize, too, I'm, I'm going I'm to just kind of go to a fireside chat with you for a second. And it, it's very, very easy to get yourself caught up in this stuff and elevate your cortisol levels. Now, cortisol, cortisol is a stress hormone. Cortisol basically will make you age really, really, really fast. Now, think about this for a second. If you think it's all up to you and you're not including God in the equation, you're taking on a pretty big burden. Okay? I've got friends of mine that have started businesses, and I've got friends of mine that have been in business, and I've got people that I know that have had elevated cortisol and caused all kinds of health problems. And we need to understand when you elevate your cortisol levels, you decrease the production of hydrochloric acid in your stomach. When you decrease the hydrochloric acid production in your stomach, you stop digesting your foods properly. When you stop digesting your foods properly, you don't get enough antioxidants, the A, the E, the C, the selenium. All the different things can't be absorbed properly by the body, and the body goes into a mineral depletion and a vitamin depletion, which starts to age you very, very, very quickly. 
always remember that. We need to pray every single day, and we, we need to basically put this all under the blood of Christ and make sure that you pray out loud every single day because those words that you speak change the fabric of space-time. And if you're married, listen to me. I'm going to give you some marital advice real quick and how Sharon and I stayed married for 38 years in this incredibly wonderful marriage that we had. The average person is about a 50 to 60 percent divorce rate in the United States. That's what this is, 50 to 60 percent. There's a big exception. That's, that's, by the way, that's even with Christians, about 50 to 60 percent. But the one thing that really separates that divorce rate from the 50 to 60 percent is prayer, out loud prayer with each other. It literally goes up to like 99 percent of the people that pray out loud together every single day stay together. They don't get divorced because when you pray with your spouse, you create intimacy, and you also do something else. You create massive quantum entanglement. You really do, especially if it's with your spouse or somebody you really care about or someone that you love like your family. Prayer changes the fabric of space-time. That's why so many of you have reached out to me now and asked me to send you that prayer for my loved one that's basically not doing as well as they need to so we can bring them back to repentance and bring them back to God. And I want to thank you for that. And if you want to get involved with that prayer chain that we've got going on, just email me at askdrtedb at yahoo.com. I'll be happy to send you the prayer. I want you to pray every day. But prayer is that unifying bond that puts people together and allows us to be one. Remember, every proton of the universe knows what every other proton is doing at every single second. I mean, this I'm talking interdimensionally. I'm talking like 100 million light years away. They know what they're doing right now in our, our planet. If you believe the entire sequence of space-time and what we're seeing through telescopes and all the other things that are out there and what's reality and what's not reality. I'm not going to go there on that show, on this show today, but I could. But the thing about it is, is that we're in a very real situation here on this planet that God has given us tremendous power and authority when we speak and when we pray. That's why you need to work like it's up to you and you need to pray like it's up to God. But when you pray together, it reduces divorce almost to zero. And now talk to your spouse. Let them listen to this. Have them write out a prayer or help them write out a prayer if they can't do this personally so they can read it out loud so they can get used to praying out loud. Because if we pray together out loud, we get better and better and better at it all the time. But prayer is super, super important. We have to know. But also remember this. If you've got enough money in the bank where you live comfortably, you, you, you sometimes you may be pushing too hard. Sometimes you may be pushing too hard and working too many hours to get more money, especially as you get older when you start hopefully getting to a point where you become more financially stable. You've got to relax and let God because when you cause yourself so much stress, it can, it can also cost you your health. Very important. You know, we're not 18 years old anymore. Most of us are. And you got a few, I've got a few 18 year olds who are listening to this. And so they're still in that growth phase with human growth hormone. But, you know, when you basically get to in a situation with yourself and you're trying to do everything on your own, it's not going to work for you very well. Because remember, the Bible says it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by my spirit, says the Lord. But sometimes the journey that we take as far as what we do and how the goals that we set are basically being accomplished, the journey isn't worth the price paid. Sometimes it costs too much. I have a friend of mine who's passed away now. His name was Jim Rohn. Phenomenal man, phenomenal speaker. He really changed my life back in the 80s. And I remember he was talking at the end of his life. He had gotten older. He had gone through multiple divorces. And sometimes he said – he would say in his, in his seminars, he would say, the price that I paid was too much. It cost me too much. And I thought to myself, what do you mean by that, Jim? And, but that's what he said. And now as I you know, am getting older in my own life, I start to realize that this cortisol that we have that elevates unbelievable blood pressure and causes all kinds of heart problems and everything else costs you too much. Remember this. Yesterday could end up costing you too much because of decisions that you made. But tomorrow is always a dream. It's going to happen tomorrow. It never gets here. Always today. It's always today. It's always today. The balance is the key. The filling of the Holy Spirit is what fulfills. This is the righteous peace and joy that we get through the filling of the Holy Spirit. Remember the Bible verse. 
do not love the world or the things of this world or anyone. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. That scripture helps to really bring balance to you because it allows you to balance out everything that you're doing. You know, if you've got the yard that you've got to cut, and you know, and you're 60 years old, and you're out there fighting the weeds and cussing at the weeds and pulling up the weeds and cutting tree limbs and, and, and digging holes and digging ditches, why don't you just hire one of the little neighborhood boys for you know five, six, seven, eight, ten bucks an hour to do it? You can bless him, and you're not out there doing it. You can supervise him. You can teach him what to do if you want, but let him do the physical labor. Just don't work yourself to death. It's very, very important. And, and you know, and be careful with your cash flow. Budget yourself accordingly. Always do that. And, and remember this. I had a friend years ago. She basically had gotten some property, and she decided she's going to manicure everything. And she literally worked herself to death. She aged so fast, and I've seen this so many times. You know, enjoy your life. I mean, we all have nothing to prove here. We're all children of the Most High God. You and I are already standing in the gap against this mess that's going on in the world, but we have to relax. Who am I worrying can add a single moment to their life? We've got nothing to prove. God's already done it all. When Jesus said, it is finished, he meant that it was finished. We've already got a covenant with the Most High God. Our reward is going to be in heaven. And we may have a reward here as far as the financial things that we get to do and places we get to go and things we get to see or people we get to hang out with, and that's okay. And those are really important. But the reality is they can't be so important that you're willing to compromise your entire life for them. You're a child of the Most High God. The power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you. You know, Think about what you're doing and realize you have nothing to prove. Again, the stress is going to elevate cortisol. Cortisol will literally accelerate the aging process. I see people age 10 years for every one year. I've seen it personally. It's awful when you see that happen. You watch their whole countenance change. Within a few months, you see them getting old in front of your eyes, and you don't even realize that it's happening until you see it, and you try to talk to them about it. In many cases, they listen. Sometimes they don't. They literally work themselves to death, and it's never worth the price. It's just too much to pay. Enjoy your life. You know, Be careful. You know, Regret is an awful taskmaster. It really is. But one more thing. When I was 27 years old, I came down without. I came down with pericarditis. It was crazy, and you know, Austin kind of followed in that same footstep. Mine was really stress-induced, and what was funny about that is not funny, you know, at the time because it was horrible at the time. Is I had set a lot of lofty goals for myself at the age of 27, and I ended up basically getting my teeth cleaned. If you want to know the truth of how this happened, and I got bacteria in my mouth that got into my bloodstream, and it caused this pericarditis, according to the doctor, and I almost died. And I realized at that point in my life that it wasn't by power, it wasn't by might, it was by my spirit, saith the Lord. And I was going to relax and chill out and just enjoy my life and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That I wasn't going to worry about stuff. I wasn't going to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. But when we stand in covenant with the Most High God and we put on the full armor of God and we dig in and we stand and we let go and we let God. And we remember, Two principles of life that can never be broken, prayer and work. When we understand that, it changes everything. So remember that, guys. Work like it's all up to you. Pray like it's all up to God, but buffer it. Don't allow yourself to be exhausted. Don't allow yourself to work 18 hours a day. Don't do that because, again, I'm going to quote the scripture again. It's not by power. It's not by might. It's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Who by gaining the world yet losing their soul has accomplished anything? Hmm? Let me ask you that question. Who's done that? Remember, 
Jesus Christ fulfilled the promises of the old covenant. We have a relationship now with the Most High God. We're able to boldly walk into the throne room and pray directly to God and ask him for whatever we would have as long as we're doing and serving his will as far as I'm concerned. And he's going to listen to us. That's the relationship you need to have with Jesus and with God. This earth is momentarily here for us. You know, I'm 67 years old, and I'm in great shape, and I feel great, all right? But I'm 67 years old, all right? I'm not 18 anymore, and I realize that I've got to be careful with what I do and how I buffer myself because if I don't, it's going to cause me to age very, very quickly. And see, I need to be here to continue to be here to pray for you guys because you guys are my family. And think about that for yourself. How many family members depend on you? How many grandkids depend on you? How many children depend on you? Don't wear yourself out to get more stuff. Don't buy things you don't need with money you don't have to impress people you don't know. Don't allow the Kabbalist Luciferian sect that operates from greed to do that to you. Don't allow them to come in and destroy your future by making you sick because they are infected with the sickness of greed. The love of money is the root of all evil, and they're trying to force it on you through Madison Avenue and through programming. Don't allow that to happen. Let go. Let God enjoy your life. And you stand with the word and you stand with the full armor on and you tell them, nope, I've got victory in Jesus. What are you going to do to me? Oh, death, where is thy sting? Where is victory? We've overcome both death, hell, and the grave because of what Jesus did for us. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're exactly right. And then the next thing that ties into that is putting you know, the right nutrients and the right food into your body and trying to stay away from known toxins and known carcinogens, exactly right. known products that are going to continue to cause your body harm, especially the ones that are really, really easily avoidable, my friends. I'm, not, I'm being serious on that. I mean, you know, this is something we've always said for years and years at Health Masters is read the label. Read the label on food. They put it right there in the open. They don't even try to hide a lot of it. Now they may stuff it in the middle and you got to read a little bit deeper and, you know, research what's in it. But they put what's on the food. They put what's in it. And you start doing the research when you start looking at food that's like corn. Like I will not eat any corn products ever. I won't eat corn chips. I won't eat anything corn. I don't even care if it's organic. I don't touch corn. Now, some people, they say organic corn's fine, but I can tell you right now, all regular corn that's not organic, not non-GMO, it is 100% of it is sprayed with glyphosate. <clears throat> Excuse me. The vast majority of it is Monsanto Roundup-resistant corn. They've been working on this for decades, and they go in, and they literally spray it repeatedly with Roundup. Spray – I mean right on the plant. They spray the corners with, the, with Roundup. It soaks in the plant. They don't wash it off. They spray it again. They spray it again. They spray it again. Then they process it, and they sell it to you. And if people had, you know, big warning labels posted on food, you know, if it had a big skull and crossbones, this corn product contains massive doses of glyphosate from being sprayed while being grown. This is a known carcinogen toxin. It's known to cause cancer in humans and rats and pigs and every single thing it's been tested on. It is an extremely toxic item. Eat at your own risk. Big skull and crossbones on the front of it. I can tell you right now, majority of people would kind of look at it and go, eh, I'm probably going to pass on that one. You know, let, let's look what's down further down the aisle. It's right there. 
All you got to do is do the research. There's a study published in the last week in the Journal of National Cancer Institute measured glyphosate levels in the urine of farmers and other study participants. They determined the presence of high-level pesticides were associated with signs of a reaction in the body called oxidative stress, the condition that causes damage to the DNA. Oxidative stress is considered by health experts as a key characteristic of carcinogens. The authors of the paper, 10 scientists from the National Institute of Health, two from the CDC, these guys are the ones that have been involved in a lot of the stuff that try to hide things, and they're blatantly coming out now. And they concluded that the study contributes significant weight of evidence supporting an association between glyphosate exposure and oxidative stress in humans. They also know that accumulating evidence supports the role of oxidative stress and pathogenesis, and basically such as lymphoma and leukemia. So they're saying right here that glyphosate causes massive amounts of oxidative stress in the body. It massively increases your chances of leukemia and cancer. This is the National Institute of Health and CDC that's saying this now. And I mean, quite frankly, you can't believe much of anything they say most of the time. But suddenly, they'll come out with a research study like this and say, yeah, this stuff's pretty doggone toxic. <laughs> but again, you remember when Fox News covered this post last week? Remember when CNN covered it? Remember when NBC and ABC covered it? Yeah, they didn't. Ever. It silently got published. Nobody heard about it. Nobody saw it. That's why we bring it up on this show. I'll have the link again if you guys want to read on it. There's certain things in the food supply. There's certain products that massively increase toxicity in the body, that massively increase oxidative stress. And that's what dad's talking about with external stress and job and not sleeping and stuff like that. But remember, this is the problem that arises when you start not sleeping enough. And you start being stressed out enough because you're working too much or you're not taking care of your body. And now you're throwing in glyphosate on top of that and you're throwing in high fructose corn syrup on top of that. And the exactly list right. And on and on. You are having a compounding effect of oxidative stress and pretty much you're guaranteeing that you are going to have some severe health issue later on down the road. You're pretty much guaranteeing it when you combine those two together. So my friends, what dad said is so crucial. That's one of the reasons why we put together the cortisol buster formula. That is one of the most effective products I've ever personally used, and I know a lot of people get good results on it and helping reducing mental and physical stress on the body. It's got numerous ingredients that are designed specifically to help maintain healthy cortisol levels, to help the body cope with the effects of stress, to help support relaxation, to help support mental clarity, and to help support fatigue. This is one of the reasons why I put those together on the front page of the website if you look at the Maximum Energy Kit. It's the cortisol buster along with the B-complex and the adrenal support and the ultimate multiple. Those four right there are such a staple. And like I said, if you're on a really tight budget and you're trying to maintain you know, finances tighter, the cortisol buster is probably the big one I would go to if you're dealing with a lot of stress. And then throw in the ultimate multiple. You know, it's ultimate multiple is always – I mean that's, that's your base platform right there. But my friends, then look at your diet and look at your food. Nobody's going to eat good all the time. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I've eaten, you know, I'll go get some organic ice cream or something from Publix. I should stay away from it, but sometimes I'm like, I'm going to eat some ice cream. My diet's about 95-5. 95% of the time, it's really clean, and 5% of the time, yeah, I'll eat something like that. But you have to have a balance. You can't start flipping into a 70-30 where 30% of the time you eat good and 70% of the time you eat bad. Anytime you're putting those toxins in your body, you at least have to give yourself enough time to detoxify and clear them out. What happens is they have a cumulative effect. When you're eating copious amounts of high fructose corn syrup 
every single day. When you're eating food that's contaminated with glyphosate every single day. When you're going in and being stressed out every single day. And as a compounding effects and the oxidative stress and the cortisol levels never come back to a normal baseline. So you continually stay at this heightened level of stress on a regular basis and it literally will ruin your body as dad just said. So that's why I wanted to talk about that just a little bit more detail on things you can do and making sure that you also are getting adequate rest. That is crucial. We have the sleep like a baby kit. I'll put on the front page of the website. You guys can look at it. Really good formula that also ties back in with reducing stress and getting adequate sleep. Because I'll tell you right now, I've known people that have had issues with insomnia and sleep problems. It can get horrific. I mean that sincerely. Sleep is crucial. Now, some people require more sleep than others. A lot of times I know guys that, you know, they can sleep three or four hours a night and function for a while. Then, you know, sometimes they got to take a break and sleep for a while. I know other people that they need eight to 10 to 12 hours and they just, they don't function well without it. Everybody's different. Everybody's, you know, designed differently. But one thing about it that is a universal fact, we all need sleep. Some more, some less. But sleep is crucial. When people stop sleeping enough or they're only sleeping an hour or two for extended periods of time or they're not sleeping at all and they start going into insomnia, they start going into what's also known as a delusional psychosis. Reality doesn't exist anymore. After They've done this in experimentation. After about four to five days of sleep deprivation, you start hallucinating severely. You can start seeing things. You function not correctly. Everything is in a dream state. Your brain is no longer functioning properly whatsoever, and you can make really bad decisions. You can get hurt. You can not to mention you're massively stressing your body out. Sleeping is crucial. Stress can affect that. Cortisol massively affects that. And one of the best things you can do is, Dad mentioned it, is pray before you go to bed. My wife and I and our kids, we pray every single night before I can put the kids to bed. It's very important. And you pray, relaxation. I pray, uh, please, Lord, help the kids grow strong and tall and healthy and smart and wise and give them a wonderful night's sleep and let them wake up in the morning refreshed. You speak those things. Now, whether or not it's been a really rough day or not, there's been times when I pray that and I'm still like, I'm cooked from the day. I'm just, I'm still trying to calm down. It's been super busy, a lot of stress, but it doesn't matter. I'm still going to speak positive into my family and into me because it's really easy. I'll be honest with you guys. It's really easy to come and be like, gosh, today's been horrible. I'm so tired. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that, is that the way you want it to be? Hmm? Is that the way you want it to be? Dad used to get on to me like that when I was younger. He used to say, "Put anytime you say something like that, put on the end of it, is that the way I want it to be? So you say, no, it's not the way I want it to be at all. You know, today was challenging. It was an interesting day. Tomorrow's a new day. We're going to knock it back out again. Today I'm going to get sleep and I'm going to have a restful night because that's the way I want it to be. The mind is so wild when you start understanding what the brain can do with the body, how it can control the body, what it can do, what it can accomplish. But it all starts in the mind. The body will not function without the mind, period. That's why if somebody has a severe head injury, the body stops functioning in most cases because it can't function. You can function without a foot. You can function without an arm. Guys do it all the time. The military and the, the robotics now, the, you know, the prosthetics they have. The brain, not so much. So again, that also means you have to speak positive. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit around and put your head in the sand and say, like Dad says, there's a garden of weeds over here. That's, that's, no, it's a beautiful garden, but that, that's a garden of roses. Dude, there's like 50 different weeds I can look at right now. That's a whole garden of weeds. No, 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 it's roses. It's beautiful roses. 
No, you keep saying that enough. We're going to call the little padded bus and take you off because you're living in a delusional psychosis. It's not accurate. You have to call out stuff for what it is, but at the same time, you can say, that's a garden of weeds right now, but I'm working on making it an active, beautiful garden of roses because that's the way I want it to be. Then you put in the action, then you put in the effort, and you make it happen what you want to have happen. This is why I've told people for years. I still do this all the time. I just worked on my list again the other day. You've got to write down goals every single year. What you want to accomplish, what you want to do, where you want to go, what you want to see, what you want to do with your family, what you want to, you know, whether it be what you want to acquire or grow or business, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Whatever you are trying to accomplish, you have to write it down because what happens is, especially somebody that's driven or goal focused, when you write stuff down and you write goals down, you look at them, you see them, and now all of a sudden your brain has a connect. This is something that I want right here. You know, I want to go to vacation with Alaska with my family. Just put something out there like that. Now all of a sudden you see it on paper. You see it every day. You read it every day. Well, now the brain, indirectly and subconsciously, it will start thinking of a way how to be able to figure out how to take your family to Alaska. And it starts thinking about it, and then you start having ideas. Oh, okay, this is what I need to do. This is the finances that I need to acquire to be able to go on this trip. This is the time that we can do it. This is the best time of year, and you research and you develop. And all of a sudden, <laughs> before long, you'll be like, hey, guess what, guys? I just booked a trip to Alaska. We're all going to Alaska. Bam, done. And all of a sudden, you look back and you go, why didn't I do that earlier? Well, because you never wrote it down. You never focused on it. It was a dream. It was something you thought of, but that's all it stopped at. It just stopped at a dream. You can't leave it at a dream if you want it to be something that actually happens. You have to take that dream, and you have to put it into reality if you actually want to do it. And what's one of the easiest ways to do it? Same thing can be with health. Hey, I want to get down to you know 220 pounds, fairly lean, and be pretty strong. I want to be able to you know bench 135 on inclines for 30 reps. You know, I'm going to do high-volume training. Okay. How are we going to do it? All right, this is what I'm going to do with my diet. This is what I'm going to do with my food. This is how I'm going to eat during the week. This is the days that I'm going to train. These are the body parts I'm going to work at. These are the lagging body parts that I'm going to work twice a week. This is what I'm going to do and make sure I drink at least a gallon of purified distilled water every day. I'm going to start taking my multivitamin start taking a fat burner, and you write it down. You'll be shocked. In just a few months, you'll look at it and go, wow, look at me. I'm looking in the mirror. I can tell you from being, you know, retired, you know, when I used to bodybuild and dad said the same thing. There is something that is so satisfying about actually seeing your body composition change in front of your eyes and looking at before and after photos and going, wow, look at this. Look at what I accomplished. Look at what I was able to do and bring my body to and I am healthier and stronger and better for it. So again, my friends, stress is one of the biggest things that will delay all of that. So continue to control your stress the best you can and continue to set goals and focus on the positive things that you need to focus them on and put them into reality and execute them as best you possibly can. And one of those things is by praying and by setting goals and by staying positive. Just thought I would throw that out there. What do you think, Dad? You know, also, I remember Zig Ziglar did this one time. He did a seminar, and I know Ziglar. He was a good friend of mine. I dedicated my first book to him, and I'll never forget what he said in the seminar. Uh, he said that basically he'd take the world's best Olympic archery champion as far as bow and arrow, the world's Olympic first-place winner of the archery contest globally, and he could take somebody who's never, ever, ever shot the bow and arrow, and he could have them shooting better than the archery champion within five minutes. So he said – and I thought to myself, ah, come on, Zig, that's a big stretch. And then Ziggler kind of laughed, and he says, well, I have a caveat. 
And I said, uh, so, you know, I'm listening to the CD on he's, what he did, and he's a phenomenal speaker. And he says, but I have to do a caveat with the Olympic champion. I have to basically put a blindfold on him that he cannot see through. And I have to spit him around in a direction and over and over and over. And so he's so, so, so tired and so dizzy that he falls down. He has no idea which way the target is. And that way the person who doesn't know how to shoot the bow and arrow can shoot better than him. And I started laughing and I said, Zig, how in the world can that be possible? How can a man hit a target he cannot see? Ah, there you go. How can a man hit a goal he does not have? Also's right. You got to set goals. But I want to give you the advice again from Jim Rohn. Be careful with your goals. Who by gaining the entire world but losing his soul has profited anything? Who by gaining the entire world and works themselves to death has gained anything? I cannot tell you how many people I know that the age of 60, 62, 63, 64, 65, they retire. One of them actually died on his 65th birthday. He retired and had a big 65th retirement party and died on his birthday. And you think, well, that's awful. It is awful to struggle and struggle and struggle your whole life and then just die. That's uh, not that's not of God. You know, find something that you love doing. Find a passion that you love doing. Find something that you enjoy doing. Find something that's not work to you that becomes part of your life that you can do it. Like like with me in this show, people are always asking me, you know, when are you going to retire? When are you going to stop doing the broadcast? My response is always, why would I retire? Why would I stop doing the broadcast? It's my life. It's kind of like what Austin talked about earlier: eating clean. Eating clean can't be a diet. It has to be a lifestyle. If you eat clean, you're going to keep your body fat levels down. You're going to stay in shape, and you're going to have tremendous energy. If you take your supplements, you're going to have tremendous energy, and you're going to stay in shape, and you're going to look great, and you have tremendous health. That's what happens. But when you basically don't eat clean, and you don't have the proper lifestyle, and you keep your cortisol elevated, like I mentioned in the first segment, your aging process is massive. You guys have been to your 50th or your 30th or your 20th or your 10-year class reunion. Ten-year class reunion from high school is really not that bad. Everybody's still in their 20s. Everybody looks pretty good still. By 30, you start seeing the difference. Some people look like they're 35. Some people look like they're 38. Some people look like they're 28 still. Some people look like they're 58. Then you get to the 30th reunion, you're like, what the heck? And where are all these old people from? Yep. Now they're almost 50. Now everything's changed. Then you get to the 40th, 45th reunion, people start showing up in wheelchairs and on walkers and having all kinds of health issues and on 10, 15 different medications. And some people still look like they're 38, 48, 58. Some people look like they're 75, 85, 95. That's because they're big time spenders on cortisol and on stress. They put their body under tremendous pressure all the time, and they've done all these horrible things to themselves. They've eaten horrible food. They've allowed themselves to gain a horrible amount of weight. They eat, eat processed foods and glyphosate and chemicals in their diet. They don't want to take supplements, and you see the difference. You see the huge aging process different, and I, and I see that all the time. And that's why I try my best just to stay eat clean and be healthy and tell people the truth on the show. That's why we do this show. You know, let me give you an example. This is just let me. And then other people get wrapped up in these vaccinations and it makes them age very quickly. Now we're seeing people getting massive aging from the vaccines, which is causing all kinds of problems with their skin. We're seeing that now. The majority of Americans vaccinated with the new Omicron COVID COVID shot are not even protected against falling ill with the latest XBB.1.5 variant, the CDC report suggests, despite the U.S. paying $5 billion for the new vaccines. But yet people are going to sit there and continue to tell you, I'll get the next variant, I'll get the next shot, I'll, get, I'll do everything, everything, everything. And then they don't even realize what they're doing is they're being pushed to the limit of what the government wants them to do. They want everybody to get brain chips. Charles Lieber is going to help with all that. They want everybody to get this stuff injected directly into their bodies so they can be controlled like they were in Genesis chapter 6 where every thought of every mind was evil all the time so we can be connected into an AI. 
through probably a D-Wave computer, which connects to an interdimensional interface, so they don't even know how it works. Remember what the guy said who developed that technology? He said, don't even know how it works. Because it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. His words, look it up. D-Wave computer standing before the altar of an alien god. Here's an interesting article again from the Daily Mail. Artificial intelligence could kill off the human race and make mankind extinct. Experts with Oxford University said the AI will become more intelligent than us. Reaching this stage, superhuman AI could be achieved by the end of the century. <laughs> Artificial intelligence expert warns there may already be a conscious AI. Well, that would be Lucifer, wouldn't it, in another dimension? He has, he's not on the present. He can't, he can't do what God does. He's not everywhere at once. He's an entity. He has to be at one place at one time. He can't hassle somebody here in Florida and hassle somebody in Georgia at the same time. He can't do that. He has to move around in a dimensional format, and, and he's just, he doesn't have that much ability. You know, he's a fallen angel. He's, he's not God. He can't create life. He can only distort life. He, he can take cells and he can distort them through gain-of-function research and all this other kind of stuff, but he can't create something from nothing. He can't say, let there be light. Let there be life. He can't take living uh, – he can't create a living cell. He has no ability to do that. He's a, he's a created being. He has no idea how God did that. Only God could do that. And that's what we need to understand. But artificial intelligence is very, very real. And they're going to tie this thing into this international, interdimensional interface, and they're going to have a, they're going to have, we're going to have a real, real problem with that if this thing happens. And, and, you know, and here's the thing. If we understand who they are and what they're doing, you know, then we can understand what they're doing to us and why they're doing it to us. And it's to enslave the human population because they want to destroy it. We talked about it the first two days of this week. You've got to listen to the first two days of this week. Really important. Here's another article. Urgent breaking updated. Spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 is delivered to all organs via the endothelium and induces systemic nonsense MRA translations, resulting in hyperaccelerated aging. Yeah, I just told you that, didn't I? Since the appearance of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, the world has been stunned and puzzled by the increase of sudden deaths and dramatically increased excess mortality, which continues to accelerate with each passing year. Curiously, there is a plethora of causes for these excess deaths. It's not just a pandemic of sudden cardiac arrests or cancers or neurodegenerative diseases with people shaking violently and can't control themselves. It's a hodgepodge of the lot with no seeming singular cause until now. All of these deaths can be explained in a very clear and concise way. They are all causes of the death scene in the oldest old, one who needs to think of the final scene of The Godfather 3 when Corleone falls over dead from his chair, expected in an individual of advanced age, not so in a 26-year-old unless the heart has been transformed into that of an old person or has been completely damaged with spike proteins or has basically had these sand spurs, which are basically little tiny spike proteins that get lodged in the endothelial cells of the blood vessels. COVID-19 is generally regarded as of late an endothelial disease, side of the blood vessel lining. I have caused this spike protein endothelial disease. However, I am not satisfied as this being the ultimate cause of the pathology being observed. Therefore, I've endeavored to look deeper. Actually, it's causing the pathologies. This man goes on to say that he believes the stage one of pike protein syndrome as an endothelial reaction to an invasion of spike protein into all of the major organs. Remember what it does to the testicles? Remember what it does to the ovaries and how it prevents the production of sperm and prevents ovulation? This is a massive eugenics protocol. I warned you and Austin warned you guys what was going to happen and who these people are when they started doing this stuff five years ago. And it was about reducing the population of the planet as quickly as they possibly could. And when you stop When you stop people from reproducing, suddenly you begin to realize that what are we going to do now because we can't have children anymore. You think through that for a second. We can't have children, but what do they do? They keep everything going with the Ukraine war. Now think about this with me for a second. You know, they they talk about all the stuff that's going to distract us. They talk about the Ukraine war, which doesn't affect the people in the United States. 
I mean, our deficit spending is still going on, whether we promote the Ukraine or send weapons over there. You know, we're not being bombed like they are in Ukraine, supposedly. None of this stuff is happening here in the United States. But they keep it in the media all the time. They talk about boxes of confidential information that has been basically, you know, destroyed or been found in certain people's houses and certain people's homes. And you think, well, well, that's kind of crazy, but why does that really matter with us? Because quite frankly, I don't really know what to do with any of this stuff because why would it matter if, if Biden has a box of records basically sitting beside his Corvette? Just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> why does it matter? What the heck does it matter if Biden has a box of confidential records or Trump has something in Mar-a-Lago locked in a closet? Or Kim Kardashian buttocks are going to be examined more clearly today in her bikini shots. And this is the opioid for the masses. It's like Yellowstone. I told you that. And, of course, they've come in there and trashed out Yellowstone. They put, you know, homosexual scenes in it now. This is the royal family with Prince William and Prince Harry and the weirdo perverts they all are. This is the group that basically keeps us all entertained while we don't see the chemtrails in the sky. Why don't we don't see the, the poison in the food. Why we don't see the truth of the cortisol being elevated in our bloodstreams from the stress they've caused or the lockdowns or the suicide elevations and all the other things that have happened, the heart disease and the diabetes and the cancer that's being caused. Nothing to see here. Move on. We have no idea why. Massive spike in excess deaths now sparks calls for an urgent investigation. The NHS crisis is blamed for nearly 3,000 more Brits than usual dying every single week. Wait a minute. So we have 3,000 more Brits dying every single week in the right now? Britain, because of what? Well, they're blaming it on everything but. No, it's just stress. It's just stress. No, it's not. No, it's not. It could be some of the stress, but it's because they were rejected. They had almost a full compliance over there. So if we have people being killed, if we have people being killed basically from the spike proteins, they're not going to tell you that. They can't tell you that. They absolutely will not tell you the truth. They have to keep the obfuscation going. Another box of records were found in the alligator in South Florida in his belly. Where did the records come from? Biden must have fed them to the alligator. Oh, no, it couldn't be Biden. It has to be Trump. Trump has Mar-a-Lago, and he stuck out in the middle of the night in his limousine, and he took a box of records, and he fed them to the alligator. It has to be Trump. I mean, stupid crap. They just come up with stuff. And people, oh wow! Did you hear about Trump and the and the and the and the and the, and the, and the records that were found in the alligators out of Mar-a-Lago? And you're like, what are you talking about? Why do you believe this stuff? You know, it, it's interesting to me. Um, more and more and more stuff is coming out now about that athlete who basically fell and died on the on the field a few weeks ago. And and, it, and it's interesting to me because I want to stop for just one second. You know, the establishment is now demanding that we stop conspiracy theories about what happened with this athlete who's a fine athlete who supposedly recovered in the hospital, who was supposedly gone to the game the other day after he recovered. And, and we have to realize this. Who is the person who came to the game the other day? He's wrapped up in a hoodie. He's wearing glasses. He looks like something from you know Darth Vader contest. I mean, they say, oh, this is him. This is him. We don't know if it's him or not. Remember that girl who was injected a few years ago with a vaccine and dropped dead? Boom, on the floor at the same time. And suddenly, what was her name, Austin? Do you remember Tiffany her Dover. Remember? And all of a sudden, she shows up, you know, all cuddled up, you know, with a hoodie on. And this is Tiffany Dover. Got her name tag on. You have no idea if it's Tiffany Dover or not. And now people are saying, well, are they using you know, this thing with dab on? Is that, a, is that a body double? I mean, who is this person? Who is the person that they're saying this is this person? I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it a clone? I don't know. We have cloning technology. We've had it for 30, 40 years now. We know that. DARPA has that. Is, is it a body double? We know that you know, Putin had body doubles. We know that Clinton had body doubles. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg stays alive basically with you know, terminal cancer for a full year, and she runs around going to the gym. She's one of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't believe it for a second. But the reality is 
these people become so huge as far as their ability to influence the masses. If we have an NFL player drop dead who basically has no oxygen for 10 minutes to his brain, that's pretty much boxy. They're going to be dead. They, they're going to be brain damaged. And suddenly a couple of weeks later, they're in a football game wearing a hoodie and glasses and a hat or whatever covered up. You know, we have to ask ourselves the question, you know, what's really going on? Who are these people and why do we or why are we supposed to believe this stuff? And that's the thing. You say, well, Ted, are you saying this guy's not alive? I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I have absolutely no idea who he is. But this is really strange when you stop and look at it. This is with Hamlin. You know, he has a heart attack earlier this month, which caused the game to be canceled, followed by a bizarre appearance last Sunday as a spectator of the Bills playoff game against the Bengals, in which he did not speak with reporters and instead flashed Illuminati hand signs, according to this article. It was so obscured by his hoodie, his mask, and his sunglasses that it could have been, he could have been wearing a beekeeper's outfit. The conspiracy theorists claimed there was no evidence that it was actually him. And quite frankly, they're right. The following day, DeMar did little to dispel the rumors or on his Twitter account. He did little to dispel the rumors by posting an image of himself donned again in what amounts to a beekeeper's outfit standing next to the kind of urban mural one often sees depicting a deceased civil rights hero accompanied by a one-world tweet clone. Theory goes on to say the vax pushers can neither have the, have the theory goes on to say that vax pushers can neither have the death of an NFL player or live TV being attributed to the death shot, nor deal with the mass awakening resulting from the same. Have they really marshaled in fact checkers to refute dis- disinformation while all the fake news outlets have dutifully published refutations of this conspiracy theory, even on BBC? BBC's talking about this. So think about this for a second. Between 100, between 30 and 180 seconds of oxygen deprivation. You may lose consciousness. About the one-minute mark, you start losing brain cells. Three minutes, you start having more neuron damage. At five minutes, death becomes imminent. At 10 minutes, even the brain remains alive. A lacoma and lasting brain damage is almost inevitable. After 15 minutes, survival becomes nearly impossible. All of this stuff we see all of the time, and I'm not saying that any of this stuff is true. I'm just saying it's really weird he shows up in a beekeeper outfit, metaphorically, in order to be seen in public again. What the heck, guys? Are we really going to believe this stuff? Are we really going to see this stuff and say, okay, this is all okay? We've been lied to you so much at this point. We're like a bunch of doggone mushrooms growing in the dark and being shoveled a bunch of poop all the time. That's what we've turned into. That's what they're trying to do to everybody. The problem is the vast majority of the people believe this nonsense. You don't have to believe it because you're a child of the Most High God. You don't have to believe it. You can ask the Holy Spirit for discernment because the power, the power that resides in you. Is what raised Jesus from the dead, and you can see through this nonsense. I love you guys. I had an opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. You guys are absolutely amazing. Off to finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, and you know, and it's funny to me because you know when you start seeing stuff like this happen, people that you know have a you know viral video that happens because something happened to them or something they're involved in, like Demar Hamlin. I mean, that was horrific. I mean, you know, going cardiac arrest. I mean, getting you know paddled. You know, they're, they're trying to start him back up on the field and you know you would think that he would come out at least with a small video or short video and post it up and say hey guys thank you so much for your support you know thank you i want to come to the game i'm really tired but you know just, please let me be these guys are celebrities same thing happened like tiffany dover like that said to this day nobody has ever seen her ever again there's been reports that she signed a non-disclosure and they got a sum of money and that she's just laying low and she can't talk to anybody However, there's been investigations into this now because here's the thing. If you have somebody that's going to be the face of the first shot, the first nurse to get a shot on television, which she's supposed to be, and she passes out right afterwards and is rushed to the hospital, and then suddenly, you know, or she's in the hospital, they, they rush her into the ER, whatever happened to her, you would think there'd even at least be, okay, listen, we got to do some damage control on this. 
Everybody knows this Tiffany Dover girl now. They know what she looks like. They know who she is. Bring her out. Let her talk for a minute or two. Hey, guys, thank you so much. I'm a little tired right now. I'm just having, you know, a little bit of a slight reaction. Or I'm just, you know, just had an issue with, you know, needles. I'm totally fine now. But the problem is they couldn't. Because even the girl that they brought out with her name tag and the mask on and all this stuff didn't even look like her. Her eyebrows, her eyes, her hair, nothing was even the same. So you start to ask yourself a question. What in the world has been going on? Well, now after we've seen two years (laughs) of what has been happening, we get a pretty clear indication of what was going on with these shots and how toxic they were to every single person that's gotten them, especially now after the fourth and fifth and sixth bivalent shot they keep rolling out. The guy, I mean, he, he says it right on the Project Veritas video. You guys can watch it. He flat out says this is a cash cow. This is a cash cow idea. Essentially, we mutate the viruses and keep coming out with the new vaccine with the viruses that we mutate. They're talking about manipulating viruses and putting them out in nature so they can roll a vaccine out right after it. Does anybody even understand how unethical that is, not only how illegal and dangerous that is? The very concept that this guy is saying this on video and laughing about it is disturbing to the highest level. So I want you guys to forward that video out. I want everybody to see this thing. Thank you again for the support, my friends. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. Lots of different stuff on sale. Now the healthy immune system on the front page. Sleep like a baby kid along the magnesium brain food capsules. Healthmasters.com. If you need anything at all, feel free to give us a call or email us. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.